the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. I'm remiss that I did not wish you a happy Valentine's Day today. Today is Valentine's Day, and I heard a stat uh, this morning that uh, the average person spends $180 on Valentine's Day. $180? I'm not an average person. I'm not even close to an average person. Uh, I said to my wife this morning when I left the house, Happy Valentine's Day, sweetheart. I love you. Don't get me anything. Because I didn't get you anything. Yeah. And, my, and my daughter said, I want a relationship like that. Not a high-maintenance relationship. Now, we do not have a high-maintenance relationship. We have a wonderful relationship. She is awesome. And I still can't believe, uh, more than 20 years later, I still can't believe she married me. I apologize to her occasionally that God picked her out for me. Because <laughs> he, she got the worst end of that deal. But if you really want to know what love is, uh, well, or stupidity. Here's a headline for you. Wife of California doctor who drove family off cliff in Tesla does not want him prosecuted. Yowza. The wife of a California radiologist accused of driving his Tesla that was carrying the woman and her children off a cliff last month has urged officials not to prosecute him for his alleged crimes. Uh, Darmesh Patel is a Pasadena, California doctor who is being held without bail after pleading not guilty last week to charges of domestic violence and attempted murder. What did Dharmesh Patel do? Well, he revved up his Tesla, and he drove it off a 250-foot cliff near San Francisco off the Pacific Coast Highway on January 2nd with his wife and children ages 4 and 7 inside. I guess it says something about the crashworthiness of a Tesla that none of them were killed. Yeah, that's true. And now uh, his wife says she does not want him prosecuted for the crime. Does it say why? Uh, Is he struggling with uh, mental sounds issues? To, sounds to me like uh, she's a domestic violence survivor because a lot of times they don't pros- prosecute the person who right. is uh, yes. committing violence against them. But the authorities say, oh, well, she <laughs> Too bad, Mrs. Patel, uh, but we are not going to let this walk. I'm surprised in California that they are determined to prosecute him, probably because he's a rich guy. That's probably why. he owns a, But he owns a Tesla. You would think that would buy him some you know, dispensation from the local authorities. But anyway, uh, don't do that on Valentine's Day. And uh, wow. I mean, I was going to say men find yourself a woman who loves you like she loves him, but I think her love is misplaced. That's... I think there's yeah, an that's, issue that's there. Some, there's some serious issues right Again, there. unless he is struggling with mental issues and maybe mm. was off his meds and yeah, maybe. she's supporting him, I, I can kind of get that. But beyond that's a that, sad story. That's, yes, exactly. Now, this is an interesting story because I have kept my eye on this guy. And honestly, I've tried to get this guy on my show and his people always say, oh, he's too busy. He's too busy. And then I see him on every other show. Vivek Ramaswamy. 
Vivek is right here in Columbus. He's the head of Strive Asset Management. You see Vivek a lot of times on, well, he's on Tucker all the time. In fact, that would be a horse race. Who's on more, Tucker or J.D. Vance? But Vivek Ramaswamy is an entrepreneur. He is the author of Woke Inc. and another book which basically decries the wokeness of America. And I always thought Vivek, and I've talked to Vivek. He was out at an event I uh, was the master of ceremonies for in Plain City prior to the midterm election. Uh, Nice young guy, 37 years old. I thought he was positioning himself to run for Senate in the state of Ohio in 2026. According to Politico, Vivek Ramaswamy is aiming quite a bit higher than that. They say that Vivek Ramaswamy is going to run for president in 2024. Now, uh, I think this is not possible for Vivek Ramaswamy to become president. But when I read that, I thought, well, if you want to get name recognition to run for Senate in the state of Ohio in 2026, I can't think of a better way to do it than to run for president in 2024. Get up on the debate stage, articulate your ideas, and he's a very eloquent uh, young man, very smart guy. How did he make his millions? And he's said to be worth $500 million. Uh, Vivek Ramaswamy was a biotech guy. He got five drugs, I think it was, uh, approved and marketed. And so he's made a ton of money, and he now is the voice of, well, old style conservatism, where anything that is progressive, anything that is left-leaning, anything that is Marxist, socialist, he's against it, and he's vehemently against it, and he is quite good at articulating the dangers of it. He will be the guy who I think should get the credit for bringing the name BlackRock to the fore. Vivek Ramaswamy and others we're so effective talking about the evils of BlackRock, Vanguard, and State Street. He was the first guy I ever heard talking about it. These people who control the assets of big companies, and I mean big companies, like Apple, Samsung, Coke, Mars, Nestle, all these huge conglomerates, Unilever, Procter & Gamble. Their assets are managed by BlackRock. So basically... BlackRock is telling these companies what to do. And those are the companies that make 90% of the stuff on our store shelves. Vivek Ramaswamy was the first guy to call them out. He's like, the problem is not Procter & Gamble. The problem is BlackRock. Because BlackRock is dealing with big companies in the U.S., big companies in China. BlackRock runs the world. And he's been so effective in outing BlackRock that... What has BlackRock done? They've come out of the closet, and now they're marketing themselves. You see the commercials. Oh, look, here's the ocean, and the waves are coming in off Hawaii and the cliffs, and oh, we're BlackRock. We're doing a great job for America. No, you're not. You're not doing a great job for America. There is no global economy. You're managing Chinese companies as well. You're managing Asian companies as well. You're managing Mexican companies as well. The global economy is a lie. It's an absolute positive lie, and Vivek Ramaswamy is the guy who's exposing that. So he's he's been making, I don't know, are you making campaign trips? If you haven't 
officially announced your candidacy for an office, but he's in Iowa meeting with farmers in Iowa. Now, why would Vivek Ramaswamy be in Iowa? Because that's where the first primary is. Of course. And he's not hiding that this is something he's seriously considering. Here's his quote to Politico. I believe that I've developed a vision for American national identity that I have a deep conviction for and is the product of my own journey of having lived the gifts that this country has afforded me. The combination of both doing it intellectually and having personally experienced that vision of our nation makes me well-suited to articulate that and to deliver on it. Now, of course you can say, well, I mean, Donald Trump did it. He was a businessman. Donald Trump had infinitely greater name recognition when he announced himself as a candidate for president than Vivek Ramaswamy had. But Vivek Ramaswamy's been on cable television a lot. He's not a shrinking violet. He can go on the wokest of the woke shows. He would send the heads of the nimrods on The View spinning if he ever got on that show and he would talk sense into those knuckleheads and leave them babbling incoherently, which I know wouldn't be any different than any other episode of The View. But Vivek Ramaswamy's a smart guy. And this is the beauty of the future of the Republican Party, is that it is populated with a lot of smart men and a lot of smart women, with people who have a lot of great ideas and an ability to articulate them. You look across the Republican landscape, and you have Tom Cotton. And these are in no particular order of favoritism or whatever, just as they occur to me. Tom Cotton, Josh Hawley, J.D. Vance, Vivek Ramaswamy, Ron DeSantis, Nikki Haley, Christy Nome, uh, Sarah Huckabee Sanders. I've named eight. I'm low on that total. There are a lot more of them. I'm sure there are. Oh, Glenn Youngkin would be another one. Okay. So nine. How many can you name on the Democratic side? Bueller? Anybody? Anybody got one? I don't have any. No, not Kamala. You have no doubt heard our president, Joe Biden, say that uh, rich people need to pay their fair share of tax. And that no one, no one who makes less than $400,000 a year will pay a penny more in taxes. Well... Uh, If you make less than $400,000 a year, so do I, and I have some stocks in a IRA, in a mutual fund, you probably do too. Do you have a 401k? Then you own stock. Uh, A Princeton University economics professor is worrying that Joe Biden's new fairer tax code that will make billionaires and millionaires pay their fair share will also hit you, (laughs) as if any of us are surprised. Uh, Burton Malkiel tells Larry Kudlow on Fox Business on Monday, what people don't realize is that, sure, poor people don't own a lot of stock directly. They own very little, but most of us all own stock indirectly through our 401k, and these are the people who are going to be hurt. It's all the mutual funds that we own Because they own a lot of stock. This, of course, is correct. And this, of course, is why Joe Biden is not in the dark 
when he says, I won't raise taxes on anybody making less than $400,000 a year. Now, will he come out with a new tax proposal that the House of Representatives and the Senate will have to vote on and approve that raises your tax rate? Those of us making less than $400,000 a year? No, he will not do that. Because then people would use that against him in his campaign for president in 2024. But will, in effect, there be a greater tax burden upon you and upon me if what he is proposing goes through? Yes, there will be. There will be. Now, which do you consider paying more taxes? Do you consider that you're not paying more taxes when your tax bracket has not been changed? Or do you consider that you have been made to pay more taxes when you actually have to pay more taxes? I fall into the latter category. Uh, If you fall into the former category, well, then I would say, hurry up and pull your head out of the sand so you don't suffocate. Speaking of suffocating, a new study shows that face masks made little to no difference in preventing the spread of COVID. Shocker, I know. The September that COVID began in 2020, then-CDC Director Robert Redfield said during a Senate hearing that face masks are the most important, powerful health tool we have. Well, not so much. (laughs) 39 states enacted mask mandates. Were we one of them? I forget. I've tried to purge my mind of all Mike DeWine's COVID lockdown stupidity. Uh, A new study by 12 researchers from the world's best universities show that wearing masks, even N95s, made little to no difference in the transmissibility of COVID. So, if you were still unclear about that, now you know, as Paul Harvey would say, the rest of the story. Uh, Speaking of COVID, guess who has it? Sometime Columbus resident, long COVID, debilitating COVID, bad vaccine reaction COVID. Guess who has it? Uh, One of the gentlemen who would be in the conversation for greatest guitarist of all time. That's right. Sometime Columbus resident Eric Clapton. Eric Clapton says he has been significantly debilitated by taking two doses of the AstraZeneca COVID-19 vaccine because the spike protein, uh, he says, over time, my condition worsened. I asked the doctors at the hospital if I would ever walk properly again, and they would not give me an answer. He said, after getting the booster shot, my hands felt like they were on fire. I was rushed to the hospital. I thought my life was over. I continue to suffer severe ongoing pain due to neuropathy and neurological nerve damage due to the Moderna spike protein vaccine. Man, that's sad. And I've watched the interview with Eric Clapton, and it's it's really tough to watch. Here is uh, the legendary uh, guitarist on the side effects of taking the AstraZeneca vaccine and the booster shot. Within several hours, I was shaking like a leaf, and uh, I went to bed early, and I couldn't get warm, and I did, and I thought, I'm running. Am I running a fever? I was boiling hot and sweating, and then I was cold. And I had I, I was out for the count for about a week, and and I had been preparing for um, a project where I was going to be playing acoustic guitar with a couple of musicians, and we were going to film it. That week knocked knocked me out, and I had to start again from scratch. And uh, and I was okay, uh, but but it wasn't it didn't 
come off as well as I would like to because I would professionally it, I was it was a huge setback bit by bit I realized that I I probably shouldn't have had the first jab but then I was offered the second and I thought well what have I got what's the point in you know stopping now so I went and had the second and that and, and then it got really bad and I, within about a week I had lost my hands didn't really work they were says he has to wear rubber gloves when he has to touch anything because if he doesn't his fingers feel like they're on fire for hours apparently the rubber gloves neutralizes that side effect very very sad uh, now we told you yesterday we had a state trooper severely injured in an accident we didn't have details on it at the time apparently this trooper uh, was outside his vehicle uh, on I-71 North between U.S. Route 62 and Route 3 near Grove City, retrieving debris off the highway. His name is Adrian Wilson of the Circleville Post. This happened about a quarter till 11. When he was struck by another vehicle, and the vehicle struck his cruiser and rammed the cruiser into him. The, it, it, this person, were they texting and driving? Were they just, what? I mean, they obviously, from the look of this cruiser... They ran into the back of this cruiser going however fast they were going on the interstate. Yeah, and there's Rav, no way they braked at all. Rav four into a uh, Dodge Charger. Dodge Charger, yeah, yes. cruiser. And I mean, the back end is pushed all the way to the rear of the back window. I just so, read not too long ago they found fentanyl in her car. Oh, yikes! Yeah. So uh, Trooper Wilson uh, was taken to Grant Medical Center. At thirty officers show up. They closed the highway for a long time. Man, when you see flashing lights, you got to get over. You got to slow down. You got to get over. But I don't think this person saw anything that was going on. Now, we started the show today, and we will continue to stay on top of this train derailment in East Palestine, Ohio. We talked about it for 45 minutes today. I, I don't think you can give enough time to it because now they're finding more chemicals. This is the problem with this train derailment is the people who have all the inside information on it is Norfolk and Southern. And the people who have the greatest degree of financial culpability and responsibility is Norfolk and Southern. And honestly, expecting a corporate entity to be fully transparent on its failures. And they said that one of the axles that gave way on one of these train cars that caused the derailment had been on fire for 20 miles. But here are just a couple real personal stories. A woman named Jamie Coza lives uh, very close to where the train derailment happened. She has a three-year-old daughter. She said, my daughter plays outside in the summer. I want to know what's on that train. I want to know what chemicals are in the creek and how much. They put thousands of gallons of water on that fire. How much got into the streams? Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. 
with in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.